Hi, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to a profitable, sustainable, but most importantly, enjoyable language education business. And why would you care to do that, to build a business like that? Because there's literally no other way. The language education market is in a bizarre state. Companies making millions in profit, yet paying teachers peanuts. Native speakerism is still way too powerful. And finally, the students are bored of the same old formats and messaging telling them to speak like a native. I'm here to shake things up, to educate and motivate a community of teachers who have the courage to build businesses and teach the language on their own terms, both solo or in their own language schools, and have a positive impact on their students and the world because teachers are superheroes. Let's claim it today. Everybody talks about scaling, scaling a business, growing it, but what does it actually mean? In today's episode, I'm going to answer this question and talk about three areas that you need to focus on if you actually want to scale your business. My name is Ola and I am a business coach for language teachers and other educational, language educational businesses, and I help them grow and scale their businesses. So you're in the right place if that's what you're looking to do. So Stevie, what is it? Whoop, whoop. To be honest, I wasn't that clear on the whole expression until recently, because only until recently... I only recently, I've started thinking about really scaling my business, like seriously scaling. There are different stages of scaling. And I think you could scale when it comes to your money, the income that you make. Um, you can scale in terms of your team. So you could grow your solo business into a language school. You could do that. Uh, you could grow a team or, for example, a virtual assistant or invest in some other help that's also scaling. And there are many other ways to do that. Um, so I will talk to you about a perspective that I think is the most common. So scaling, especially from um, a teacher who works mainly with one-to-one students, who wants to work a little bit less, make more, and... Just be like, feel a little bit more control in their business. I feel like this is the first scaling stage that most people, a lot of people might be facing. There are others, but let's talk about, let's focus on that one today. So we know that to scale from a business, from more like a freelance business to an actual business that uh, brings you money not only when you are involved in every activity, because that to me is one of the definitions of scaling. Your business should be making money also when you're not involved in every activity in this business. So number one, the first thing that comes to mind is teaching. There is a limit, there is a ceiling when it comes to your earning potential, when you're teaching one-to-one, also when you teach live, but I think it can be like, it, it can definitely, we can make it work when we change the model from one-to-one to one-to-many. Um, because again, you could enroll more people and this is all much easier to do. Um, but the first thing to understand is that no matter how much 
you raise your prices for your one-to-one classes, you will reach a certain ceiling. You will not be able to take on more students than a certain number a week unless you stop sleeping. And nobody really wants to do that. So when you're ready to scale, you actually start understanding that in order to scale, you do not add more. You actually start doing less, which is so counterintuitive, but it's actually super freeing because in a scaled business, the business works for you, as I said before, even when you're not involved in every process. So scaling to me is, could be, could manifest as you moving from one-to-ones to groups, but also adding some passive income, um, delegating quite a lot and just letting go of a little bit of control. So you've got more creativity. And usually when you, um, pass like this first threshold, let's say, or maybe the first obstacle of scaling, because it's hard. It's hard when you've been used to doing everything from teaching, planning to marketing and everything to suddenly realize that, hey, in order to actually go to the next level, I need to be doing less of that stuff because other things become a priority. So what are those three areas? The first area is obviously your time. So in order to scale, you need to start leveraging your time. In order to scale, you need to reach more of the relevant people. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking here about you building a massive community on Instagram or whatever. No, it's about more relevant people. And usually, in order to be able to reach more relevant people, you will need to spend more time strategically marketing. In order to market strategically, you need less time teaching. So a lot of people who, when they come and start working with me, for example, through the rocket takeoff, um, or just, you know, are in that phase when they're learning and thinking about how to make their current situation, so the, the freelance business that they have, teaching one-to-ones, how to make it a bit more effective, they start noticing, and it's a good thing that they start noticing, that you cannot have both, that you cannot teach a full schedule of 25, 30 hours a week and market effectively at the same time. So a lot of teachers at that kind of like edge precipice of just about being ready to scale, they come to a realization that in order to be able to grow, they cannot be spending every breathing minute teaching. That marketing has become, it's probably another job in the business. And I understand that not everybody will be able to, uh, you know, sacrifice 15, 20 hours a week uh, to marketing. But that's, to be honest, that's, that's what I do, for example. So we need to be realis- realistic. The more If you don't have the money to invest in your marketing, you're going to have to be putting work, hours, time. So, and in order to grow a business, scale a business, marketing should become one of your priorities. I, in in like, in the past episodes, I talked about working in your business and on your business. People who are ready to scale often notice that the more they work in their business, so teach, plan, lessons, and things like that, the less they can focus on working on their business. To me, the perfect ratio at the moment, and it took me ages to get there, is about 70 and 30 on my business and in my business. 
I work 70% of my time on making this business not just maintain its pro, its, its kind of operations to grow because business, there is no such thing as maintain, maintenance in business. You can only grow or you kind of fail. Unfortunately, that's one of those harsh truths that we need to accept when we go into business. So if you now do 90% of work on your, in your business of so teaching, planning and all that stuff, then this leaves you with only a little time, energy and resources to scale. So time, looking differently, shifting your focus. So when a lot of my clients um, say, yeah, I think I'm ready to drop some of the hours. I'm not saying drop your teaching hours and like, you know, just hope that you will survive because it won't happen overnight. Do it strategically. Save up a tiny bit or, or use any other resource and help that you've got, but organize time for yourself. That's it. Very often when people come to me, uh, and especially this comes out in coaching calls, in one-to-ones and in, in the Rocket Accelerator, that a lot of people, they don't need my advice on what to do. They need permission to have more time. So if you're at that stage, I'm going to give you the million dollar piece of advice that I give to my paying clients. Organize more time for yourself. That is your recipe for being able to scale. Because with that time that you've got, that you're not spending teaching or planning anymore, you are focusing on marketing, which is extremely important, but you're also thinking about the vision more. You're thinking about what you actually want this business to look like. You don't, you stop seeing it or slowly <laughs> transition from seeing it as a means to an end. So your way of surviving in this world, it's, you also start seeing that there is a way to make this business work for you. There is a way to build a program that you're deeply passionate about, to create products that are not only the manifestation of your skills and what you've got to share with the world, but also that they help somebody. It's, and without the time, it's literally impossible. We, we very often find ourselves running in those like hamster circles. I use the hamster circle quite a lot. You need time in the week, even if it's one hour at the beginning, to step out of the hamster wheel, to go for a walk, to ha- to be like literally. I've recently, I've recently had so much time on my hand. I actually feel very anxious that like maybe I should be doing something, but then I'm allowing it to happen because that's when the best ideas come. That's when I actually like I know that because of the routines I've now built. If something happens, I know that I've got some time to fall onto like for example if something happens um with my child whatever like this is what i built this business for not to fill the time that i have now that i work for myself with more activities no it's to have it to have it because that's 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 richness in itself that's abundance in itself so number one is time number two is work so it's, it's a broad ca- category, broad area, but basically what you need to give yourself permission to is to work less, right? Work less and delegate as much as possible. So by delegation, I don't just mean paying a virtual assistant, although that's a fantastic idea. It's a fantastic idea. If you can afford 
you can pay someone to do some work for you for five hours a month. And I guarantee you that the time you're buying, because that's, that's again related to that, is worth so much more than just the time. It's also the mental, mental space, bandwidth. That's what some people call it. And I really love it. You are buying yourself bandwidth. So you need to stop working, basically. You need to be ready for the time when your business is at a stage where it's not, where you're not required to work 25, 30 hours teaching people a week. You need to start getting used to it now. It's because it's going to be a shock to the system. You're probably overworking now. You're probably like at times, and I hear it every day, literally from teachers I work with, especially before Christmas, they say, I'm so ready for a break. To me, this is actually a very much of a warning sign. You shouldn't be feeling like this. You shouldn't be feeling like you're ready for a break. Yes, there are times when we work more, but to be honest, it should be sustainable. You should be getting used to, to working just optimally. There is no contest. Whoever works more is more, I don't know, a more valuable person. That's bullshit. We know that capitalism made us think that. So you need to start working less to allow yourself to prepare your nervous system, yourself for a business that is scaled. Because in a scaled business, you actually make money while not working. You make money from things that work without you always being there. So whether it is a group course that is so well-priced, so well-positioned and so well-designed that people are there, they buy it from you every three months maybe, join that group, and then they pay in installments so you don't have to worry about the money every month. You are not just charging a person for joining it once. You are only doing the lessons, but the money keeps coming. And that's a wonderful feeling. But you need to get used to that. Um, and the other side of that same coin is um, delegating. So delegating is, again, not just by time uh, or somebody's time to do some tasks for you. Although, again, it's a wonderful idea. You need to start investing in tools because tools also help you scale. Let's be honest. We are all limited in our own ways. I am quite techy and I like it. I can do a lot of things. And recently when I had to start rewriting the copy for my uh, website, I knew it was time. I knew I could do it, but I've decided to pay someone because I don't have to anymore. Because a scaled, a business that gets bigger, it literally cannot have its CEO do everything. It literally is impossible because you, your mind gets scattered, but also you just get no energy to visualize, to think about the future and to actually make sure that every, every moving part works. So paying for things, also paying for uh, upgrades in like software and tech that can help you run it smoothly. So for example, I remember this time when I had a client and I had to convince them that they need an automated invo invoicing system. Like you cannot scale a business. You cannot be doing your invoices manually. 
let me tell you, that's, that's just the truth. You cannot. And I know you're going to tell me, I, I don't mind. I only do it once a month. If you've got any hopes and like any sort of dreams about this business, you absolutely have to invest in a tool without also, um, always complaining that they charge so much or that PayPal charges because when you decide that your time is more valuable, I guess this should all be about time because it's, I'm talking about like paying for more time. When you realize that your time is more valuable than you sitting every month and doing your invoices manually, that's when you become a serious business owner because your attention, your energy are needed elsewhere. Um, the same with things. So like for me, that's like unthinkable to be doing my invoices manually. It's just, it would kill my soul, right? But very often we're just not in touch with what we actually like doing. We just think, oh, it could be worse. I could be doing that. Maybe not, right? And finally, the third element is a business model. So we, oh, it's, it's all related. So you'll see that there are common threads here. The business model that allows you to scale is obviously something along the lines of one too many offerings. When you first scale, so transition, like I talked about in one of the previous episodes, uh, from one-to-ones to groups, that's your first step, right? You can build your business around that group offer so that you only spend time delivering to that group in whatever format you decide. It could be live, it could be digital. But also, very soon, you start adding other things, the passive income, that helps uh, like add stream of income, new revenue to your business. This is also extremely important if you are feeling that you cannot um, handle teaching all the time anymore. Because to be honest, I don't think anybody can handle teaching for 25, 30 hours a week for more than a few years without burning out. I think there is a limit. There is, an, there, is, there, is, there is a ceiling here as well. And while you still might be feeling like, yeah, it's okay, I've been doing it for years, so I'm, I'm okay with that, it's actually not a sustainable business model because you're not only relying on your energy levels. You probably don't think about it anymore. You're also relying on your health. So if you're healthy, you can work. If you're not, do you have enough money, help, support to uh, fall back on? Or do your finances suffer when when you're sick? That's why it's not exactly sustainable. So I'm not saying like, if you're only just starting the one-to-one journey, I think everybody needs to go. It's like a rite of passage. A lot of people need to go through that. And I actually think that at the beginning, one-to-ones are, are so much easier to sell, so much easier to organize. It's so much less faff. But you need to realize that it's only a temporary thing. And so scaling your business will mean, will mean thinking more strategically about your business model. Your business model where maybe a program, maybe some other ways of delivering value to people will 
become your priority. And it's for the sustainability, for the profitability, and for the enjoyment reasons, my three favorite words. So obviously, when you sell one to many, you're not reliant on also that, that one person who pays you, right? You're not reliant on your, uh, on your health. Although it depends if your model is still quite live that you still do, but it's much less. You, you probably create enough cushion um, that it's okay. Um, also, when you think strategically about your business model, you're not worried about, for example, taking holidays because when you're planning your group program, that's actually, that's, that's how I teach it. You don't just say, Hey, it's 10 weeks and you have to show up for 10 weeks. No, you build it into your life. So you plan your holidays. You take all out. So that's exactly what I do every year. I take out of my calendar all the times when my son is on holiday. So that I don't have to worry that I have to show up when my son is on holiday because it's literally impossible. He needs tons of my attention and I don't want to be dealing with my business when he needs my attention. So when again, one of that X, one, one of that one part of thinking strategically about your business model is also slotting your group programs, your one to one around your life, not the other way around, not thinking I'm going to sell one-to-ones and group classes and then if I get sick, oh well. No, it's anticipating that and planning your business, your offers, your launches, your marketing and your, and your programs around your life. If you're a busy parent like me, this is absolutely crucial for your sanity. Um, and this is it. This is how you scale a business, your time, your work and your business model. If you're ready, I think starting a group class is one of the best ways to start scaling, to start seeing what's actually required to have a bit of a reality check. So I would love to see you in my Language Course Worth Gold Challenge happening very soon. Uh, all the details are in the show notes. And I, I want to show you that running group classes may take a bit more than you expect, realize, but it's not that hard. And I want it to work both for you and your students. I want to make them relevant. And I want you to be able to scale your business, to enjoy all the benefits of a stable business model or a week where you don't spend 30 hours teaching and of an approach that is much more sustainable. Okay. If you're interested, check out the details and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. You know what, teacher? I'm so proud of you. If you're listening to this, you are ready for a change. Whether it is to quit hassling for peanuts or working with other people who don't respect you, I know you've got it in you and my podcast is here to help you do that weekly. To be reminded of new episodes, sign up to my newsletter. It's in the show notes. You'll also receive lots of tips, support and special offers. I'm committed to supporting you also via my coaching programs and courses. You can work with me in my flagship programs, the Rocket Takeoff or the Rocket Accelerator. The Rocket Takeoff will take you off the one-to-one teaching hamster wheel to more peace and more well-paying students. The Rocket Accelerator will help you finally launch a group class that will be perfect for students that are a joy to work with 
And so you can leverage your time and do what you love while having space to breathe or read another self-development book. If you're a language school owner, I've got things on offer for you too. Simply go to my website, olakowalska.com to check them out. Finally, please share this podcast with your teacher friends, rate it and subscribe. I'm your biggest cheerleader. See you next time.